and welcome. You have found yourself at the Monkey Magic Podcast, a light-hearted and affectionate look back at the classic TV series Monkey, produced by Nippon TV and adapted from the classic Chinese novel Journey to the West. This podcast will take a nostalgic look back at this morals-infused adventure and consider what lessons we could learn for the 21st century. My name is JP. Let's get into it. In this week's episode, in a deserted village, the evil male demon One Lung and three beautiful witches await the arrival of Tripitaka, Monkey, Pigsy and Sandy. If they can make the four travellers believe in them, they will be brought to life. They plan to capture Tripitaka and his disciples one by one and convince them of their existence. Who will be the first pilgrim to fall into the trap? Welcome to the Monkey Magic Podcast with me, your host, JP. And welcome to the Monkey Magic Podcast. This week, episode 22, Village of the Undead. As always, this review will be spoiler heavy. So if you have not seen the episode, I suggest you go and watch it and then come back and join us. Let's get into it. We start this week as a man... A woman and two girls are watching the pilgrims approaching their village. He says something along the lines of, The pilgrims must believe in them if they are to have life. In order for the the pilgrims to truly believe, they must die. Didn't really get this, but the, the title of the episode sort of gives it away. It's the village of the undead. So these four people, the man, woman and two girls, are four zombies who are looking to return to life. And they can only return to life if they convince our heroes. So the pilgrims are resting. Monkey's eager to keep going. He, like, to be fair, a monkey, he's always kind of, you know, push a wee bit on. The others are like, can we just rest? A little bit of a... Fighting between Pigsy and and Monkey. Come on, come on. Of which he's actually... He's, he hits them between the legs, right? So Monkey's not scared for, for underhand tactics. Trippy Taka's like, Listen, Monkey, you're sometimes a wee bit too rough with your siblings here. And and there's there's truth in that, right? I mean, he just kicked them in the, in the groin. I mean, come on. Could you maybe just... Like, just ask him. Sibling rivalry is probably one of the one of the themes this week. Walking sometimes! Oh, right, that will do. I wonder if you're not criticising your brothers rather too much. Right. Monkey, perfection is not something you're going to find in this life. We've come a long way and there's further yet to go. Yeah, yeah. Do try to be tolerant. I feel tired too, yet you don't blame me. Trippy Taka's, like, obviously, kind of... 
he's the spiritual father of them all, even though he's the youngest and he's, he's also quite effeminate. This week, Kripitaka is offering to be the first one to go into the village, which is very unusual because in many ways he's like their king. Like, you know, in a game of chess, you really protect the king. He's not as powerful as the other pieces. Tripitaka, and I mean, although it seems to be a plot device every week, he's getting captured. Here he's actually offering to go to the village in the first instance to beg for food. And amazingly, they're letting him do it. What can go wrong here? And basically, how has this arisen? It's because Monkey's complaining that he always does all the work. Again, a lot of truth in that. It's a bit like that, what do you call it, is it the Pareto principle? That 80% of the work is done by 20% of the, of the population. That's it, Monkey. He's one of the, what, four? He's, uh, he's 25% technically. Maybe you conclude the horse. Horse doesn't do anything. So he is 20%. He's doing everything. Take him out and all of a sudden, goodness me, they're in trouble. And that happens all the time, right? When Tripitaka gets annoyed by his his violence and banishes him. It only lasts for a short time and then they have to go and ask him back. Obviously, like the following week, if they hadn't asked him back, then they maybe have to change the monkey magic theme tune to Bigsy magic or something. Anyway, Tripitaka goes to the village with his begging bowl. And it's incredibly quiet. But he sees a woman in a doorway, and as he goes in, he meets the two girls. They're called Maipa and Moila. He then meets the man. His name is Wunlung. So they're like, what are you here for? Oh, you're wanting food. Okay. Yes. Anything but meat. I do eat vegetables. If it's no trouble. I like that vegetables. It's good, eh? Just sit down and we'll we'll wait for you. So he does, but he can smell roast pork. And he says, listen, I'm a Buddhist. I don't eat meat. Two episodes ago, in outrageous coincidences, he was ducking into roast pork. He didn't care about it then, right? One of these things, right? He's Buddhist now. But he wasn't even Buddhist when he was up in those mountains when there was nothing else to eat. He probably thinks that we've forgotten him. It was only two episodes ago. Episode 20. Anyway, so the the ladies offer him, oh, you don't, you don't eat that. Okay. Well, here's other stuff you can have. We have a nice bat soup. On your sides, boiled well. Grilled baby is quite delicious. Do you like snakes' tongues? <laughs> Would you like some? I shall go now. Stay where you are. Pretty unappetizing, though. Bad soup. Oof. Just the risk of COVID. Mute eyes. Snake tongue. Not desperate to have any of those, actually. Maybe you'll just have a green salad. Anyways, he's thinking, right, it's probably just time we, you know, hit the road, Jack. And he tries to leave, but no, 
as we could have guessed, he's captured. Like, that was always going to happen, wasn't it? Like an absolute idiot going. Even more so, the others allowed him to do it. Just because Monkey was, you know, moaning that I do all the work. Why, why does Sandy know putting his hand up and saying, listen, I'll go and do it. He's like, he's a spirit. He, he's got a chance to defend himself. Trippy. I can't got be joking. Meanwhile, back with the pilgrims, right? They're naturally worried because Trippy's been gone for ages. Posted missing. Maybe I better go and look for him. And as he's leaving, he just basically accidentally kicks Pigsy on the way up. To which Pigsy, uh, like, shouts, I shall bash the hairy ape the next time I catch him nodding off. It's like um, handbags from uh, Pigsy. It's really, he doesn't really mean it, it's just a wee bit of handbags. As Monkey's searching for Tripitaka, though, he does feel that something is wrong. He also sees the woman and the two girls, and as he opens the door to the house, he can see Tripitaka, bound, okay, undoes the, the, the ropes, rescues him, and gets back to Sandy and Pigsy. All is well, yes. Monkey tells the others about these female witches, but Pigsy, idiotic Pigsy, doesn't believe Monkey about these women. He wants to learn more about them. So I think we can pretty much surmise that what is going on there, Pigsy is actually wanting to crack onto them. He's prepared to look beyond the fact that Monkey is saying that they're witches. He's giving them the benefit of the doubt. Uh, he's an idiot though, right? He's He's been told. He's been told... They've captured Tripitaka. Monkey has saved Tripitaka. They're ready to go on with their journey. But now you're going to be a pain and want to go and find out for yourself. What what do you think the chances are that you're going to get captured? The baddies, meanwhile, are having a little chin wag over at the village. And they think, right, so all of these four, Tripitaka, Monkey, Pigsy and Sandy, they now all believe we exist now. Remember, they're undead, they're not real. Their belief in us has given us life. I'm real as they are. You say I took on reality because they believed in me. But they probably look as if they're real. And Wunling insists that the disciples... They must now be killed in order that they can live. That's the only way that they can return to life. And it's just their good luck that the Pigsy is for hanging around. So Pigsy's walking down the street. The man willing meets him and they prepare some wine for him. Oh, happy days. Happy, happy days. The narrator's got a little line here. The world is a trap for fools. Only those who see are free. Trippy is worried about Pigsy. Been gone for a while. He wants Monkey to go and bring him back. But Monkey's, no, no chance. Send Sandy. Sure enough. Sandy's off, right? So he goes to, to try and find him. And he, he hears a flute playing. 
and he can see Pigsy through the window being attended to by Maulau, getting torn into the wine. But that wine is poison, that's the thing. The more he's drinking it, the more he's starting to turn into full pig features. Sandy, by the way, comes in and he's get, he's getting introduced. Oh, this is my friend Sandy. Have you met him? Pull up a chair, Sandy. We're just getting into this wine. You want a glass? Of course. <sighs> wine. They're both sitting down and, and Sandy expresses something that happens in pubs a lot, which is... Tripitaka is saying that we need to get going. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, you have a quick drink, though? Uh, yeah, we, we need to get going, but yeah, I'll have... And then everything's forgotten about. Oh, this, this wine's quite nice, isn't it? What was that thing you were asking earlier? I can't remember. Maybe time for another round. And both of them are getting sloshed. Right. Brilliant. Tripitaka, back at house. It's like... Where are the two of them? Unbelievable. Like, where do you think they are? They're getting smashed. Right, monkey, you need to go and get them. And he's like, no. No chance. Zero chance. I do all the work here. It's time somebody else were pulling their weight. And he just goes to sleep. The two disciples, Sandy and Pigsy, are now utterly sloshed. The wine has changed them, brother. And they're infatuated, as you forecast, with vanity and pride. And uh, the, the undead are thinking, right, well, Monkey's the key one. But Sandy and Pigsy will be able to kind of take care of them. If we get them working for us, the two of them together can take Monkey. At least that's what they think. But how will we bribe them? It can't just be with this booze. Or what else is it? Myla tells Pigsy that, you know, they should have whatever they need and, you know, the, the girls will be there to please the men. You realise I also mean a lady should always make a man happy. Oh, my very words. I've often said that myself. <laughs> You're like a dream. <laughs> <laughs> and who is dreaming whom? I'm quite real enough for you, Pigsy. A hundred percent Pigsy's signing up. Where'd they sign? Sandy, you sign up. Sandy is really the most disappointing here because he's, like, Pigsy doesn't know it's a poison. But Sandy's he's totally over it. He, he knows it's a poison. But he doesn't care. He's reverting more to his animal spirit. He's starting to get trout features coming on. Next day, both of them are transformed. And they're to marry the two girls, my pa and my la, the next day at dawn. That'll be them. They'll be married off. They won't be going on the trip to India anymore. Little do they know, of course, that they're undead zombies. So it's even on the morning of the wedding, it's it's got a limited shelf life, you'd think. Hope they've kind of basically got their prenups in order. Monkey, meanwhile, has woke up himself to see that both Pigsy and Sandy haven't returned They've been stop-outs. Tripitaka bugging him. Can you go and look for them? Can you go and look for them? And eventually he agrees. Interestingly, Tripitaka has not used the headache sutra on him for a few weeks. He could have used it here. Uh, Go and look for them. So, 
maybe Tripitaka is getting a wee bit sort of more mature in his use of that thing. Eventually, Monkey agrees. So he, he arrives. Sandy comes out and says, listen, Monkey, thanks for coming. But don't quite know how to tell you this. Well, I'll just come right out with it. Myself and Pigsy, we're getting married, uh, not to each other, two girls from the village today. There's there's not really any easy way of saying this, but we, we didn't want to go to India anymore. Right? Like, good luck to you and Tripitaka and the horse if you're continuing, but... Nah, we, we, we're staying here because there's a couple of cracking girls here, right? So we've just decided to stay. Monkey cannot believe it. Pigsy, meanwhile, he sort of can't quite... He wasn't in that scene, but he can sort of thinks he's heard Monkey outside. He's sort of sensing that maybe not everything is as it seems here. Sandy, however, he, he's really letting the side down. He knows exactly what's going on. He's worked all out. That's the undead. They marry them and they'll... He's happy to be duped. Who cares? Right? He, he's deliberately gone, nah, I'm going through with it anyway. I know it's a sham. I know it's a sham. But I'm still happy with it. I see clearly with the wine. You're going to kill them all. I'm too happy to stop you. I hate scriptures. <sighs> Why? Mental. Monkey is back talking with Tripitaka saying, listen, what's what's going on here? Maybe it's time we just pushed on. Master! Oi, listen! We've got to leave if we're going to India and we'll have to go all alone. Forget those drunks! I think that we're all suffering from illusions, which they are, right? Can you go and help try them again, Monkey? But do not use violence. I mean, ridiculous. That's all Monkey can do. He's gone, no, I can't do it. And eventually Tripitaka says, well, listen, let's go back to this, that. Maybe I'll go. That's what caused the thing in the first place, by the way. So Monkey goes, right, okay, that was what caused the thing in the first place. Uh, Check me, I will go. So he returns back to the village. Another fight ensues with Sandy. But in this confusion, what has happened is Tripitaka has been captured. Go figure. Sandy and Pigsy, I remind you, are both under the influence of these undead. So now we've got Tripitaka and Monkey tied up and the other two effectively in league with the baddies. Things are not looking good. The spirits themselves, now they're fully alive. Brilliant. And, and they're wondering, well, what, what will happen once, once we kind of knock these off? Fair enough, Tripitaka and Monkey will, will die, but what about, what about these ones that we've married? Sandy and Pigsy? Oh no, they, they, they're going to die too. So, what was the episode about? So the theme I thought this week, timeshare touts, 
For those of you who have ever been to Spain or Greece on holiday, those of a certain age would, would know that there's always these touts that are trying to get you involved in timeshares where you effectively take part ownership on a property over there and it's always sold as a great deal. You will have a place in the sun to call your own for good. And listen, it's not that expensive. It's not like buying a property in your own country because you're only buying it for two weeks of the year. It's brilliant. Well, that's the theory anyway, right? Normally, for this to work, they get you a bit drunk. And that, that's what Sandy's doing here with these uh, baddies. He sort of knows that it's not really in his interests to be siding with them. But he doesn't care. And there's so many people like that with the timeshares. They go and they've got these... They're always good looking. They're always good looking. And they try and sell you stuff. And there's playstations for your kids. There's manicures for the wife. They're, everything is brilliant until you sign on the dotted line. Then it's all changed. And give it two years. And the annual upkeep all of a sudden is quadrupling Again and again. It's a total swizz. Another theme this week clearly is that of alcohol. So Sandy in particular is really enjoying getting torn into that wine. So much so that... All the previous hard work of walking to India is just going to get thrown away. You guess, ah, I'm too bothered, too drunk to even bother. I hate scriptures. Do you know what that made me think of? People who get drunk and tweet on Twitter when really they probably shouldn't be doing that because once that goes onto the internet, it's there forever. But maybe you only made that st- He's He's stating, I hate scriptures. Does he really hate scriptures? He's walked all the way from China to this point to try and get these scriptures. Now he's, he's, had, he's had a bottle and a half of Chardonnay and he's gone, I hate these things. And I'm just going to make that statement. Now, it's into the ether, so it gets forgotten about. But if he was posting that on Twitter, all the trolls, like from previous episodes, like the baddies, the dog woman or those people running Codslow would be, hang on a minute, Sandy, I take you back to the comment you made when you were under the influence of that wine, you hypocrite. What monkey is saying to us there is sometimes alcohol can cloud your judgment. Just be careful who you're drinking with and how much you're drinking. Oh, yes. Original Transmissions In the UK, the 12th of December 1980, 
in Japan, the 4th of March 1979, and in Australia, the 9th of June 1981. The resolution this week is all down to one of the timeshare touts having a change of mind. And Sandy's bird comes good. That That's really the, the saving of the episode because she doesn't really want Sandy to die. Over the course of this brief engagement and marriage, even though she's a zombie, she's sort of come to like Sandy. Even though he's fully aware of what's going on and doesn't care anyway, she's sort of liking him and she doesn't want him to die. So clearly... There is still a little bit of honour amongst zombies. Let's just hope the same thing applies for timeshare touts, eh? With the baddies now defeated, it turns out that it was all an illusion. And it was one that both Pigsy and especially Sandy were so happy to buy into. Join us next week. For episode 23, Two Little Blessings. Listening to the Monkey Magic Podcast, an affectionate look back at the iconic Japanese TV series Monkey. Monkey is available on Blu-ray and DVD from Fabulous Films and will be coming to a streaming service to you soon. Meantime, please like, share and if you have any comments, we'd love to hear from you at Monkey Magic Podcast at gmail.com. My name is JP. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>